Good evening, and welcome back to Go to Sleep Brain, the podcast that was created specifically to help you shut your brain off when you want to go to sleep. Tonight's episode is about a lovely little film directed by two directors. This was a unique double feature that came out back in 2007. That's right. That's over 12 years ago. This film, which was co-directed by Quentin Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez, was comprised of two 90-minute films with fake film trailers in between. Unique in every way, the film we're talking about today is, of course, Grindhouse. So, go ahead, turn off the lights, lay back in bed, and close your eyes as we open up Wikipedia and read about Grand House. Grand House is a 2007 American horror film double feature co-written, produced, and directed by Robert Rodriguez and Quentin Tarantino. The double feature consists of two feature-length segments, Rodriguez's Planet Terror and Tarantino's Death Proof, and is bookended by fictional trailers for upcoming attractions. Though, three of the trailers, Machete, Machete Kills, and Hobo with a Shotgun, have since been made into movies. Advertisements and in-theater announcements. The film's title derives from the U.S. film industry term, quote, grindhouse, which refers to now mostly defunct movie theaters specializing in B-movies, often exploitation films shown in a multi-feature format. The film stars Rose McGowan, Freddie Rodriguez, Marley Shelton, Michael Bean, Jeff Fahey, Josh Brolin, Nadine Andrews, Fergie, Bruce Willis, Kurt Russell, Rosario Dawson, Tracy Thoms, Mary Elizabeth Weinstead, and stuntwoman Zoe Bell who plays herself. Rodriguez's segment, Planet Terror, revolves around an outfit of rebels attempting to survive an onslaught of zombie-like creatures as they feud with a rogue military unit, while Tarantino's segment, <clears throat> Death Proof, concerns a misogynistic, psychopathic stuntman who targets young women murdering them with his death-proof stunt car. Each feature 
is preceded by faux trailers of exploitation films in other genres that were developed by other directors. After the film was released on April 6, 2007, ticket sales performed significantly below box office analysts' expectations, despite mostly positive critic reviews. In much of the rest of the world, each feature was released separately in extended versions. Two soundtracks were also released for the features and include music and audio snippets from the film. The feature later found more success on DVD and Blu-ray. In several interviews, despite the box office failure, the directors have expressed their interest in a possible sequel to the film due to its critical acclaim and successful home media sales. Three spin-off films were later produced based on Grindhouse's fake trailers, Machete, Machete Kills, and Hobo with a Shotgun. Planet Terror In a rural town in Texas, go-go dancer Cherry Darling decides to quit her low-paying job and find another use for her numerous useless talents. She runs into mysterious ex-boyfriend El Ray at the Bone Shack, a restaurant owned by J.T. Haig. Meanwhile, a group of military officials led by the demented Lieutenant Muldoon, are making a business transaction with a scientist named Abby for mass quantities of a deadly biochemical agent known as DC-2, or codename Project Terror. Muldoon learns that Abby has an extra supply on hand and attempts to take him hostage. Abby intentionally releases the gas into the air. The gas reaches the town and turns its residents into deformed, bloodthirsty, man-eating psychopaths, mockingly referred to as sickos by the surviving humans. The infected townspeople are treated by the sinister Dr. William Block, his abused, neglected anesthesiologist's wife, Dakota at a local hospital. As the patients quickly become enraged aggressors, Cherry and El Ray lead a team of accidental warriors into the night, struggling to find safety. The cast of Planet Terror starred Rose McGowan as Cherry Darling, Freddie Rodriguez as El Ray, Josh Brolin as Dr. William Block, Marley Shelton as Dr. Dakota Block, Jeff Fahey as J.T. Haig, Michael Bean as Sheriff Haig, Rebel Rodriguez as Tony Block, Bruce Willis as Lieutenant Muldoon, 
Napian Andrews as Dr. John Abby Abington, Stacy Ferguson as Tammy Vazan, Tom Savini as Deputy Tolo, Nikki Cat as Joe, Michael Parks as Earl McGraw, and Quentin Tarantino as Lewis, referred to as Rapist Number One. Death Proof. Three friends, Arlene, Shauna, and radio disc jockey Jungle Julia, spend a night in Austin, Texas for fun unknowingly followed by a mysterious man in a souped-up 1971 Chevy Nova. The man, stuntman Mike, stalks the young woman with his death-proof car eventually killing all three. 14 months later, stuntman Mike, now in Tennessee and driving a 1969 Dodge Charger, tails another group of young women, Lee, Abernathy, and stunt women Kim and Zoe, a group of women working below the line in Hollywood, who stalk 1970 Dodge Challenger proves a worthy adversary. The cast of Death Proof includes Kurt Russell as Stuntman Mike, Zoe Bell as herself, Rosario Dawson as Abernathy Ross, Vanessa Ferlito as Arlene slash Butterfly, Sydney Tamia Potier as Jungle Julia Luce, Tracy Toms as Kim Mathis, Rose McGowan as Pam, Jordan Ladd as Shauna, Mary Elizabeth Weinstead as Lee Montgomery, Michael Parks as Earl McGraw, Jonathan Lothran as Jasper, and Quentin Tarantino as Warren. We'd like to take a moment in our podcast now to mention that you may hear some sounds in the background that sound a lot like cats. Cats being little noisemakers. And we want to remind you that, well... There are many things in our lives that make a lot of noise. Things like cats. You must remind yourself that without these cats, we also wouldn't have things like cuddles and toe beans and sweet little moments. Moments made more special by times of noise and playing with plastic. So, before we continue on reading the Wikipedia page for the film Grindhouse, we're going to take a brief break so we can make sure that the cats behind us are also resting 
and are not eating any plastic. And we will continue in just a moment. And welcome back. We're going to continue reading more about the film Grindhouse. Fictitious Trailers. Before each segment, there are trailers advertising fake films, as well as vintage theater snipes, and an ad for a fictional restaurant called Acuna Boys. According to Rodriguez, it was Tarantino's idea to make fake film trailers for Grindhouse. I didn't even know about it until I read it in the trades. It said something like Rodriguez and Tarantino doing a double feature, and Tarantino says there's going to be fake trailers. And they thought, there are, quotes Rodriguez. Rodriguez and Tarantino had originally planned to make all of the film's fake trailers themselves. According to Rodriguez, we had so many ideas for trailers. I made machete. I shot lobby cards and the poster and cut the trailer and sent it to Quentin and he just flipped out because it looked so vintage and so real. He started showing it around to Eli Roth and Edgar Wright, and they said, can we do a trailer? We have an idea. And we said, hey, let them shoot it. If we don't get around to shooting ours, we'll put theirs in the movie. And if theirs come out really great, We'll put them in the movie anyway, to have some variety. Then Rob Zombie came up to me in October at the Scream Awards and said, I have a trailer, Werewolf Women of the SS. And I said, say no more, go shoot it, you got me. Each trailer was shot in two days. While the Wright and Roth shot, what ended up on screen? Zombie shot enough footage to work into a half-hour film, and was particularly pained to edit it down. Some Canadian screening releases also included the South by Southwest winning trailer, Hobo with a Shotgun. Machete. Rodriguez wrote Machete in 1993 as a full feature for Danny Trejo. Quote, I had cast him in Desperado, and I remember thinking, wow, this guy should have his own series of exploitation films like Bronson or Van Damme. 
So I wrote him this idea of a federale from Mexico who gets hired to do hatchet jobs in the US. I had heard sometimes FBI or DEA have a really tough job that they don't want to get their own agents killed on. So they'll hire an agent from Mexico to come up and do the job for 25000 And I thought, that's Machete. He would come and do a really dangerous job for a lot of money to him. But for everyone else over here, it's peanuts. Sadly, I never got around to making it. The trailer was, though, eventually made into a feature film, which was released in September of 2010, and a sequel, Machete Kills, followed in 2013. Werewolf Women of the SS. <clears throat> Rob Zombie's contribution, Werewolf Women of the SS, starred Nicolas Cage as Fu Manchu, Udo Kier as Franz Hess, the Commandant of Death Camp 13, Zombie's wife Sherry and Sybil Danning as SS officers slash sisters Ava and Gretchen Krupp, known as the She-Devils of Belzac. Professional wrestlers Andrew Martin and Oleg Vladimir Kozlov Prudius also featured. Plus Olja Hrustik, Mara Nelson, and L'Oreal New as the werewolf women. According to Zombie, basically I had two ideas. It was either going to be a Nazi movie, or a women in prison film, and so I went with the Nazis. There are all these movies like Ilsa, She-Wolf of the SS, Froyland Devil, and Love Camp 7, and I've always found that to be the most bizarre genre. Zombie is also quoted as saying, I was getting very conceptual in my own mind with it. A lot of times these movies would be made like, well, you know, I've got a whole bunch of Nazi uniforms, but I've got this Chinese set too. We'll put them together. They start jamming things in there, so I took that approach. Don't. Edgar Wright's contribution, Don't was produced in the style of a 1970s Hammer House of Horror film trailer. The trailer featured appearances from Jason Isaacs, Matthew McFadden, singer Katie Muela, Lee Ingleby, Georgina Chapman, Emily Booth, Stuart Wilson, Lucy Punch, Rafe Spall, Wright Regulars, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, and a voiceover by Will Arnett. Mark Gaddis, Mayanna Buring, Peter Serafinowitz, Michael Smiley, and Nicole Cunningham, among others, made uncredited cameo appearances. To get the necessary 1970s look, 
Wright used vintage lenses and old-style graphics. During editing, he scratched some of the film with steel wool and dragged it around a parking lot to make it appear neglected by wayward projectionists. According to Wright, in the 1970s, when American International would release European horror films, they'd give them snazzier titles. And the one that inspired me was this George Grau film. In the UK, it's called The Living Dead at Manchester Morgue. In Spain and Italy, I think it's called Do Not Speak Ill of the Dead. But in the States, it was called Don't Open the Window. I just loved the fact that there isn't a big window scene in the film. It's all based around the spin and the voiceover not really telling you what is going on. On the Charlie Rose show, Quentin Tarantino also pointed out another aspect of American advertising of British films in the 1970s that was being referenced. None of the actors have any dialogue in the trailer, as if the trailer was intentionally edited to prevent American viewers from realizing that the film is British. Thanksgiving. Eli Roth's contribution is a promo for the slasher opus Thanksgiving. Produced in the style of holiday-themed slasher films like Halloween, Silent Night, Deadly Night, April Fool's Day, and My Bloody Valentine, the trailer starred Jeff Rendall as a killer who stalks victims while dressed as a pilgrim. Jordan Ladd, Jay Hernandez, and Roth himself as intended victims, and Michael Bean as the sheriff. The design for the titles of Thanksgiving was based on a Mad Magazine slasher parody titled Arbor Day. Excerpts from the score from Creepshow were used in the faux trailer. According to Roth, my friend Jeff, who plays the killer pilgrim, we grew up in Massachusetts. We were huge slasher movie fans, and every November we were waiting for the Thanksgiving slasher movie. We had the whole movie worked out. A kid who's in love with a turkey, and then his father killed it, and then he killed his family, and it went away to a mental institution, and came back and took revenge on the town. I called Jeff and said, dude, guess what? We don't have to make the movie, we can just shoot the best parts. Shooting the trailer was so much fun, Roth had stated, because every shot is a money shot. It's so ridiculous. It's so absurd. It's just so wrong and so sick that it's right. Roth's fake trailer contained elements that almost earned Grindhouse an NC-17 rating. According to Roth, instead of seeing it spread out in a feature, Watching it all jam together nonstop makes it more shocking. But we had a great discussion with the ratings board. They got it. Once they saw it with all the bad splices and the distress and scratches, they were fine with it. 
history, and development. The idea for Grindhouse came to Robert Rodriguez and Quentin Tarantino when Tarantino set up screenings of a double feature in his house, complete with trailers before and in between the films. During one screening in 2003, Rodriguez noticed that he owned the same double feature movie poster as Tarantino for the 1957 films Drag Strip Girl and Rock All Night. Rodriguez asked Tarantino, I always wanted to do a double feature. Hey, why don't you direct one and I'll do the other? Tarantino quickly replied, and we've got to call it Grand House. Special Effects Though set in the modern day, the film uses various unconventional techniques to make the films look like those that were shown in the Grindhouse theaters of the 1970s. Throughout both feature-length segments and the fake trailers, the film is intentionally damaged to make it look like many of the exploitation films of the 1970s which were generally shipped around from theater to theater and usually ended up in bad shape. To reproduce the look of damaged film reels in Planet Terror, five of the six 25,000 frame reels were edited with real film damage, plugins, and stock footage. Planet Terror makes heavy use of digital effects throughout the film Perhaps the most notable effect is Cherry's fake leg. To accomplish the fake leg that Cherry sports after her accident, during post-production, the effects team digitally removed McGowan's right leg from the shots and replaced it with a computer-generated prop. During shooting for these scenes, McGowan wrote, or a special cast which restricted her leg movement to give her the correct motion and helps the effects artists digitally remove it during post-production. Critical Reception Grindhouse was embraced by critics. Review aggregator website Rotten Tomatoes reported that 84% of the critics gave the film a positive review based on a sample of 195 reviews, with an average score of 7.38 out of 10. Audiences polled by CinemaScore gave the film an average grade of B+. Theatrical Release Outside of the United States and Canada, Planet Terror and Death Proof were released separately in extended versions approximately two months apart. The poster artwork for each film's release in the Netherlands claimed that Death Proof would feature coming attractions from Rodriguez, while Planet Terror would feature coming attractions from Tarantino. 
and while the separated version of Planet Terror included the Machete trailer, none of the other fake trailers were included when the features were released individually. So there we have it, Grindhouse, a wholesome movie made by two lovers of cinema and the art of film. There of course is much more to learn about this movie, but for now, let's call it a night. Thank you so much for joining us as we learned a little bit more about this fun movie and I hope it has helped your brain start to go to sleep if you're still awake that's okay simply lean back in your bed and close your eyes remember that you are safe and comfortable and sleep is on its way. Thank you again, and we cannot wait to share more stories with you tomorrow.